0: Uh, People always want to know how you get started on this job. I guess they ask musicians, too, and actors and everything, but uh, they always want to know how you get started. They say, how do you get started? (laughs) I say to you, did you always want to be a comedian? (laughs) Well, not in the womb, but right after that,
1: yes. (laughs) Good evening. This is the Dr. Seuss podcast. Um... What's up, motherfuckers? I need to sound a little more lively. It's almost like I got to take my medicine. Hey, motherfuckers. No. So that is, of course, George motherfucking Carlin. I love to say motherfucker. It's been noted. Not as much as um, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. But that's different right there. He's, he's an icon also. So tonight we're going to talk about the man. So about 10 years ago, I was I was always aware of Carlin. Here's the funny thing. I used to watch Shining Time Station. So when they switched Mr. Conductors, they went from Ringo Starr to George Carlin. And I thought, okay. And people started telling me, oh, yeah. That's not how he usually talks. I said, what do you mean? And I think when I was a teenager, I briefly caught... Jamming in New York. My cousins had HBO. Oh, it was such a big thing back then. HBO. Only the cool people had it. No, not really. I mean, we have it. Well, we don't have it now. Now you can go on iTunes and get it. That's how I get HBO as an adult. Um, and I think I saw a brief portion of it. And then when I was a teenager in 96, oh, it was so long ago. The 90s were so fun, though. And I think, oh, I knew why. I was home that weekend because I had been suspended from school because someone tried to fight me. And I always carry my CDs with them, and I hit them in the face with the CD case. So, yeah, he he, he tried to smack me. I don't remember. Fuck him. And um, what else? <laughs> and so I was home, and I and I had to stay at home. I couldn't go anywhere. Well, I never really went anywhere except to grandma's house and cousins, and um, so NBC is playing this history of comedy, and it was hosted by Marlo Thomas, you know, um, Danny Thomas' daughter, or as um, Blanche, so famously said in The Golden Girls, well, I never knew any before, but isn't Danny Thomas one? Lesbian Blanche, not Lebanese. Yeah. So anyway, but let's go back. So that's where I saw George Carlin, the seven words you can't say on TV. They bleeped them, and I was thinking, why are they bleeping them? I want to hear, but, you know, I wasn't aware of, oh, that's why. The FCC. Fuck you and fuck all of them. <sighs> and that's also why Howard Stern left radio. But anyway, let's talk about George. Let's talk about George. My cousin had the great fortune to meet him twice. He said he was a nice guy. He said, though, you could see the end was coming. It was a matter of when. Because George, like many of his, you know, uh, luminaries, did cocaine. And cocaine is that crazy drug that you do when you have a lot of money. Now, I don't know. And see, the interesting thing is, I my father is a scientist, so I learned early on, you don't want to do cocaine, Okay. Because it fucks with your heart. And eventually one day you're going to need not only a triple bypass, you're going to need an undertaker. And so with George, he had several heart attacks. And, you know, um, eventually the 70s caught up with him in 2008. And he died on this day, 10 years ago. We were on the eve, the precipice. I love that word. It's like Vagina pussy <sighs> And he died. So did Tim Russert. It was like these two people that, you know, politically it's like, oh, oh shit, how's this going to go? So, you know, we didn't get to hear that Carlin voice anymore. And it was sad. And, you know, I'm sure if he was touched by an atheist, I don't know. Because, you know, I'm sure when he died... And he, you know, realized what he realized. (sighs) And he's met at the gate. Not by St. Peter, but his mom. See, Georgie boy, I told you this was true. Oh, but I didn't know, Mom. Hmm, this is going to be interesting. Oh, he already knows about you. Or should I say it? Oh, shit. Because it's been famously known... That George Carlin's mother was very, very, very controlling. And when she died, it was it was sad for him, but he felt like a, a weight was lifted. You know what I mean? Cause she didn't like it when he used to be the hippy-dippy weatherman. And then, well, she, she liked that because he was clean cut, you know. And then he transformed himself. Even Kelly Carlin McCall has said she didn't know who this man was. He had facial hair, which he never shaved ever again. And long hair. What happened to dad? And he went from the hippie dippy weatherman to the seven words you can't say on TV, motherfuckers. And that is George Carlin, an icon. An icon so much that the seven words went all the way to the Supreme Court because it was heard on the radio. Some woman was looking for Christmas music. Fiddling around. She you know, this is before the carpenters actually put out a cassette of their greatest Christmas shit hits. And she stumbled upon seven words you can't say on TV. And I'm sure she's heard them before. You know, shit, piss, cock, and you know, the rest. And I don't want to step on his toes and say them all. So I want you to discover the seven words you can't say on TV. And um, right now we are in the midst of what he would say, the freak show, the freak, you know how they used to try to hide the freak show. Yeah. It's called Monica Lewinsky. And then she does the interview and it's all out in the open with the dress and Linda trip. What happened to Linda? I don't trip. I don't fucking know. And now it's like the freak show is out for everyone to see. It's Twitter. It's stormy Daniels. Um. Grabbing them by the pussy. I mean, the freak show is front and motherfucking center. So they asked uh, Kelly, Carlin, McCall, what would you think? What would your father think of Donald Trump? Perfectly simple right there. The freak show. You're born into this country and you get a one-way pass to the freak show. So 10 years, 10 years gone, you know, usually when people go, they go for a pack of cigarettes and never come back. George left 10 years ago for a pack of something and never came back. And it was a sad day, I remember. And Larry King did a tribute. You know, you got Seinfeld, Bill Maher, um, the big R. I think we know who that is now. She interviewed him once. Um, His brother outlived him, his older brother. Very interesting. Probably because he didn't do cocaine. I don't know. You know, but, um, George, we miss you. We love you. The authenticity of George Carlin, who educated us, made us laugh, made us cry. I'm just looking for a place to put my stuff. I'm still looking for a place to put my stuff. Come on. And, um, I, you know, did not have a college education. It was fucking intelligent. That goes to show you right there. That man was highly intelligent. Him and Robin Williams, Richard Pryor, Lenny Bruce, these icons who broke down the fucking door. First it was Lenny Bruce, then it was George Carlin and Richard Pryor, all in the same breath. Oh my god. Amazing times. So... Let's raise our glasses to George Carlin. I'm not even going to attempt to recite any of his jokes. You know, Um, I used to watch the the train show. You know what that's about. And here we go.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not completely insensitive Famous to people's feelings. You know, seven I can words can't say on TV. On
1: like please Kossucker enjoy. Motherfucker, those
0: are those are heavyweight words. You know, oh, there's a lot going on there, man. Besides the literal translation and the emotional feeling, I mean, they're just busy words. <laughs> There's a lot of syllables to contend with, and, and those K's, those regressive sounds, they jump out at you. Man. Yeah,
1: I had to go there. I had to bring George out because I'm not going to seance him. I couldn't do him justice. And <clears throat> sounds like I got to replace the batteries again. Let's bring our little friend out here. So, hi, I'm the church lady. This is church tap. And there we go. She didn't want to talk about him. Too controversial for her. So this is my brief um, tribute to the man himself. And um, what is something that he famously said? Let's see. I'm going to come back later on. We're going to do the late night show. (sighs) Okay. So here we go. This is a famous quote. In comic strips, the person on the left always speaks first. Yeah, George Carlin. Um, But I love how he said, you know, your children aren't special. Because, you know, people, proud child of a Of an honor roll student, he didn't like that yuppie shit. And I kind of agree with him because, you know, I never got that. I wasn't on the proud, you know, D student or. So let's see if I can find it. Uh, Where is it? If I can find it. Yeah, this is true. This kind of fits today. And he said this famously Never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. What a way to describe the Trump generation. Ah, Here it is. This is my favorite. Here's a bumper sticker. I'd like to see. We are the proud parents of a child who has resisted his teacher's attempts to break his spirit and bend him to the will of his corporate masters. See, I can't I can't do George um, justice, but, you know, that's for him. So this is the Dr. Seuss Podcast, our George Carlin tribute show tonight. The shenanigans will continue on in the late night show where it's live and uncut motherfuckers. And so this is the Dr. Seuss Podcast. It's been, you know, how I like to break them down into, you know, pieces. It's been a good one. So let's raise our glasses to George. Excuse me, Carlin. And we're going to leave you with George, if I can find him. Let's see. Mm. Oh, perfect. This is, someone put this together. I think this is brilliant. This is, remember, he used to do Thomas the Train. Here we go. Have a good night and enjoy George. Ten years gone. Feels like it was yesterday
0: is not as loud as the first uh yes uh thomas of course but uh but what percy out with it i think it's because the guy already has tread marks on him might as well run over him again what are you gonna do this time drive around him i think you are both sorry and deserve a treat edward will go in front to clear the line thomas will look after the coaches and gordon run into a bakery and ask if they can bake a cake in the shape of a penis excuse me sir Please look in the tank and tell me what you see. (coughs) Certainly, Inspector, replied Sir Topham Hatt. He clambered up, looked in, and nearly fell off in surprise. Someone defecated. They carefully made his fire, putting large lumps of coal like a wall round the outside. Holy guacamole, my ass is burning, complained Henry. Meanwhile, the inspector was looking for his hat. You just saw the fucking thing, said Sir <laughs> Topham Hatt. Oh Will scruffy. Yeah! I'm coming apart. God, that shit hurts. It's shameful to treat tender engines like this. It isn't amusing. It's precious half-wit bullshit. The engines had decided to go on strike. Engines going on public roads must have their wheels covered and a cow catcher in front. Fuck you, I don't do that, said Thomas. Don't forget, if you refuse to cooperate, Mr. Policeman will beat you to death. Sir Topham Hat was having breakfast. How would you like a nice tongue sandwich? It's made from slices of a cow's tongue. Are you fucking trying to make me sick, said Sir Topham Hatt. Well, how do you know you don't like it if you've never even tried it? It came to me in a dream. Stop! 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 Wailed well, the coaches. You've left the refreshment lady behind. Oh, shit. Goddamn door is still wide open, groaned Peter Sam. We're short to Miss Henry now. Thomas was impatient. I'm so fucking impatient, said Thomas. Hello, Percy, said Sir Topham Hatt. You look tired. I think a guy should be able to declare himself legally tired, said Percy, so he can get out of doing things he didn't want to do. Percy, what are you talking about? The ghost train. driver saw it last night. What about goblins? Asked Thomas and Toby. And zombies? Where the fuck are all the zombies? He didn't say. Oh, it makes my wheels wobble to think of it. Huh. <laughs> ...said Thomas. Personally, I think it's a bunch of shit. i just seen something, said Toby. It, it, look, it looked like Percy's ghost. It, 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 it said it w- w- was com- coming here to w- warn us. I'm not about to fuck with a ghost car. Let someone else flag down the Flying Dutchman. It's not my job. Sorry, not today. We must get the ice cream ready for the passengers. Never mind, Duncan. But Duncan did mind. I'm going to kill the next motherfucker who pisses me off. Where is Thomas? He doesn't usually make us wait. Maybe he's home. Banging the babysitter. Laughed the driver. But whatever is that rubbish?